Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Starting a family is undoubtedly an exciting time, but the reality of seeing a positive pregnancy test can send even the most laid-back woman into a spiral of sleepless nights. Trust me, I've been there. We're here to tackle the conundrums that keep many mums-to-be, just like me, awake at night when they find out their life is about to change forever. Hello and welcome to Baby on the Brain, a podcast brought to you by Stylist Magazine, dedicated to the big life questions you face when you find out you're pregnant. My name is Fliss, I'm the digital executive editor at Stylist and I'm pregnant with my first child. I'm currently navigating the joys of gestational diabetes, which means um, ordering pub food, because now we're allowed in pub gardens, is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be but it's a challenge I am very much willing to accept on week 34 of my pregnancy. Any little joy I can have would be good. Every week I'm joined by a different co-host and today I'm very very pleased to introduce Janet of Journey with Janet fame. Janet is a content creator with thousands of followers on Instagram, enjoying her honest representation of life as a lifestyle, motherhood and beauty blogger. Today, we're going to be discussing the big question, which is all about ambition. So welcome, Janet. Thank you so much for joining us on Baby on the Brain. Um, You're amongst other things and amongst your thousands of followings. You are a mother of two. So how old are your kids? Thanks, Fliss, for that lovely introduction. <laughs> yes, so I am a mother of two. Um, my firstborn is Jesse, um, my son. He is two and a half now. And my little one I've just had recently is Milana. She's a girl, my daughter. And she is now three months, actually. Yeah, just hit three months. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. And so today we're here to discuss ambition. And I'm really keen to talk to other women who are in a similar position to me or have had babies just like you have. You know, actually, it's nice that you have a slightly older child and a tiny little baby as well um, to help me get my head around ambition and motherhood and where we can sit with that. Because I am, for some reason, thinking more and more about Will I be as ambitious as I am now? Will I have the space to be as ambitious as I am now? And so what I wanted to ask you first was, do you think your ambitions changed when you became a mum? I think, yeah, it has to kind of adapt. Um, I think when you just, when it's just yourself, um, there's no kids in the picture, you can fly high. You can, you know, you can um, have big goals and big um, plans for work um, but when kids come in the mix you kind of think you have to think about okay um, you know will it work around my family um, will it work around you know childcare costs and all these other things that come up with children mm. so um, 
yeah these are the things you have to think about but um yeah you can't you can't just um go into like your dream career and um and and, and just yeah pursue that wholeheartedly without um considering the kids and whether maybe that might have to take the priority for a second before you kind yeah. of perhaps go back into that yeah that's what I would say it's interesting isn't it because it's the word priority when you said priority then actually I wonder if when we bring in our guest um she will talk to us about priorities maybe because actually you've almost chosen a slightly different priority at least for a short while and that's something that maybe is daunting to me but it's obviously a choice I've made yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's 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 a choice to make. It's a conscious choice as well. Um, I think it's it's something where you when you sit down with yourself and you decide um, what it is you want to achieve in this yeah. season. I think there's there's the season for everything. So just know what you want to achieve in that season. And if it's that, okay, I have my children, but I really need to just earn this amount of money and to contribute to the household income or whatever it is then you know that okay I actually can't sit down at home with my child and take care of my child at home they need to go to nursery they need to go to preschool whatever it is childcare, and I need to go to work so I think it's just important to sit down with yourself and be real and decide what you want and what is your priority yeah. right now what what choice you're going to make and just follow through with it really yeah it's an interesting point isn't it I don't if, do you reckon ambition was something you thought about before you had Jessie yeah 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 funny thing is I I think my career path so far is very it's quite untraditional um okay yeah because I am more I'm more like business savvy and kind of creative and that's why obviously I'm a blogger online and things like that so I'm not really um when it comes to I'm not, when I think of my career path, I'm not really thinking of like trying to be in the office and be, a, yeah. you know, be a um, um, a manager and, and those kind of roles. Um, just for yeah, for myself, that's not really what I see myself doing. Mm. Um, so I, in terms of ambition, however, I did I do still have ambition and I do still consider myself an ambitious ambitious person. Um, whatever I want to achieve. So if it is that I want to have a business or um, or um, be self-employed or whatever it is, I still need to have goals. And so, yes, I was ambitious before I had Jesse. I knew that I wanted to um, um, perhaps maybe um, have um, a, a business or be self-employed one uh, one day, which is what I'm pursuing right now, being a content creator. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking, okay, how am I going to achieve that? Whereas before I was, while I had Jesse, while I was pregnant, I was in an admin role, just, you know, just a general admin role, which wasn't really um, marrying with the um, kind of career path that I was trying to pursue. Um, so I had to just realise that, OK, when I had him um, and I was on maternity leave, that's when I decided to kind of like pivot and just take that um take the opportunity to pursue that career path that I was always wanted to go on basically so yeah I would say I was ambitious before yeah I suppose actually the other point that we should really discuss here is that ambition doesn't have to lie in just a career your ambition could be to be the best mum or you know happy actually your ambition for 2021 might be just to be a woman who is genuinely happy absolutely sets herself goals for 
something if that's what you want and makes you happy so I suppose actually I'm coming at this from a very career-driven point of view Mm -hmm. and um, maybe I need to widen my horizon on that perspective but do you know Mm -hmm. what this seems like a really good time to introduce our esteemed guest. So joining us today is a very, very exciting guest. I'm really pleased to tell you all that we have Sandra Igwe, founder of The Motherhood Group, a social enterprise to support the black maternal experience waiting in the wings. Sandra is also co-chair of the National Inquiry into Racial Injustice in Maternity Care, which is led by Birthrights Charity, an inclusion consultant and a children's author. She's also appearing on our podcast after a very, very busy day. So I'm absolutely thrilled to introduce and welcome Sandra. Hi, Sandra. How are you? Hi. Hi, Fliss. Hi, Janet. Good to see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming here. I, You have had the busiest day of all. I've never seen anyone busier. So I really appreciate your time today. Um, And we've invited you on to talk all things ambition. Um, Is this a subject you've tackled with other mothers previously? Ambition is something that we always, we always speak about. It always comes up. Um, Ambition and motherhood almost go hand in hand when you have to figure out the path that you want to take or you're choosing. Um, Ambition never goes away, really. I would say it definitely alters. So yes, we have spoken about ambition before constantly actually so interesting isn't it so Janet and I were just speaking about um ambition and motherhood and I was saying to Janet um I'm really I'm worried about losing my ambition when I pivot from being a a very selfish career-driven woman with no one else relying on me to being a mother and I was just wondering what your experience of this was and why this is such a fear, maybe for other mothers. Okay, yes. Yeah, so um, ambition is definitely something that I would say I struggled with. So Fliss, when you've I asked me, you know, will I lose my ambition? I think it's completely natural for you to have those fears. Actually, one of the main reasons why I was a little bit, somewhat, some would say going through postnatal depression at the time when I was a new mom is because I felt like I would lose myself. And I felt like um, part of my identity definitely was being a working mother, somebody who was proud of their ambition, somebody who was pr- proud of, you know, um, desiring to climb the corporate ladder. And so when I found out I was pregnant, although I, I was feeling excited for, a, you know, a new baby, I was all, also anxious about my world changing and turning upside down. And I just felt like I would lose lose who I was. Um, but fast forward five years, I now know that that was silly to think that. So I would just first and foremost say to you Fliz, please don't worry I think you'll be absolutely fine (laughs) and definitely ambition is something that you don't lose a baby a pregnancy a child coming into the world does not automatically make you unambitious anymore that is such a brilliant soundbite in itself (laughs) hey do you know what Sandra I should ask you how many kids have you got (laughs) I've got two daughters. I've got Zoe, who is five years old now, and I've got Chloe, who is just, who's three. And so I became a mum five years ago when I was just, you know, hitting my work milestones, super proud, telling everybody what I was doing. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, I've got a baby. I'm finally going to be, you know, um, stay-at-home mum. I'm going to not feel happy. I'm going to feel, you know, useless. And that's wrong, because right now I'm a stay-at-home 
mum, my kids do go to school, but most importantly, I'm able to um, pursue my passions, pursue my callings whilst taking care of my kids. It has been a roller coaster of a ride. So with my first daughter, when she turned five months, believe it or not, I was crazy to interview for a, a role and started working when she was just almost six months. So that was too soon in hindsight, it was too soon. But that's how desperate I was to get back into the workplace, to keep working, um, to prove to not just other, other people, but also to myself that I was still able to work and be a mom simultaneously. And after my um, second daughter, I did the opposite. I said, I'm not going back into work. So after my maternity leave, I told my employers, I'm, I'm not going back. And I decided to find a way to work from home whilst caring for my kid, whilst maintaining my ambition and whilst also pouring into myself too. So I do believe that mothers somehow supernaturally find a way to tap into everything themselves, their, ki their kids, their work, their business and still be um, true to themselves. Janet, I can see you nodding along. <laughs> yeah, I'm loving everything Sandra's saying. I, can, I feel it. I feel it and I can 100% relate. Um, yeah, yeah. We wear so many hats. Yes, we wear a lot of hats. And Janet, the thing is, you you came to be a content creator. It sounds like you put this pressure upon yourself just as you were embarking on your, you know, your journey into motherhood as well. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I was, um, I went on maternity leave with my firstborn and it was something where it, you know, I had this idea of what I wanted to do um, and which is that, I, you know, I'm a creative at heart and I knew I wanted to explore that. Um, but I was in this in this in, in the city, in this admin role in, in, in Bond Street in the city. And it was it was great. It was it was it was cool. It was fine. It, it paid the bills. It did the job. I was learned so many things. I'm not going to bash that, but it just wasn't Janet. Um and I was so glad that I just took that leap of faith when um, my when I had when I was on maternity leave with Jesse, um, and I was able to kind of just explore something that was for myself and that kind of gave me my identity and um, yeah, because maternity leave can be a little bit. Um, I don't know what the word is but you can just get a bit like oh my gosh like you're just at home with your baby and there's not much to do quite isolating yeah sometimes yeah it's not as bad as now obviously with the with the pandemic like that's just another level but back then yeah it was um yeah you can just feel like you're just at home with your baby um and as much as I love that but I still wanted to do something that was Janet you know and <laughs> and I yeah. felt like that was that being a content creator and blogging online and things like that was that for me and yeah it's something that I knew that I wanted to eventually um get paid to do and I'm on that journey and it's just been I've never looked back since basically. So my question to both of you really is what would you say to yourselves looking back because it sounds like you both put a lot of pressure on yourselves to continue with that ambition I want to prove to myself that I can do this because I know I wanted it before I had a baby and nothing's changed. So looking back, what would you say to yourself after that first time round? 
Yeah, I would definitely say, please let go of all pressure that you have. As as mothers, as women, we always try to, you know, put pressure to set ourselves targets, to set ourselves goals, you know, to prove to people that we can do it. We can we can wear many hats. But I would say definitely in your pregnancy and especially in your um, early motherhood journey to not put pressure on yourself. Take each day as it actually comes. Um, you can never predict what might happen. There's only so much planning you can do when you're when you're a mom, you know, life happens so just pour into yourself be just focus on your child focus on you and naturally things will kind of work itself out so I would definitely say try your best I know it's hard easier said than done to take away the pressure don't put that pressure on yourself yeah I agree 100% um I feel like the world just throws so many yeah pressures um at, at women in general and then being a mum on top of that I think we feel so much pressure to yeah, do it all and be it all. And it's just like, okay, you've just had a baby, especially first time mums. It's a lot, it's, everything's new. There's so many changes. Even being a second time mum and some sub, uh, subsequent um, after that, it's still a lot of work. Um, so I think it's important to just, um, yeah, be real with yourself and, and um, know what you want to do, but also be real with yourself and be ambitious and, 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 and enjoy your motherhood stage at every stage. Um, but just know that there's a season for everything. Um, it, you know, you don't have to do everything at once. There's a season for everything. That's what, yeah, that's my little two pence. <laughs> I suppose my next question to put to you both, and you're coming from different industries, but actually it's the same it's the same question to both of you is am I ruining my chances of getting these high-flying jobs that I felt so ambitious and I was gunning for and you know I've worked my whole 20s to get to a position like I'm in today and I've got big aspirations I'm also I am having a baby girl so we all here have daughters and I want to be a really good example to her and show her that women should be ruling the world and um but am I taking myself out of the running you know it feels like I might be yeah Fliss you know what I could sit here and lie to you and say yes when once you give birth the next day you can you know be the director immediately but I would be I would be <laughs> lying pregnancy uh, maternity leave does it does you know add that nine months to a year career break that's what happens that's that's just the nature of, of being a mum fortunately or some might say unfortunately but I'd say there's nothing wrong in taking a break and also uh, for many people that that nine months break gives you a bit more clarity as to what kind of direction you want to take for some people that nine months makes them realize you know what I really love my job like I really can't wait to go back and for others um, like Janet and myself it's like do you know what? I don't want to go back to that job. I, I feel like my calling is in content creation or an advocacy or I'm actually more of an entrepreneur. Um, entrepreneur. So for me, it sounds crazy, but my, my um, early motherhood journey made me realize how much I needed to just pursue my passion, pursue my calling. And I've never looked back since. And I think I'm a better entrepreneur working for myself, a consultant, and just doing what makes me happy whilst, you know, obviously making an income from it is far better than what I was doing before. And it's crazy to think that I was scared, scared of um, going on maternity leave, scared of what I'm not working. And actually, I think if you take advantage of that period of, of respite, of thinking, of clarity, then you can actually, um, you know, make a much better journey for yourself after. It's so interesting. 
Yeah, I think I think if you put your mind to something, you can definitely do it. Yes, children come in the mix. You might have your first little baby girl and you miss your job. Like you just you're just ready to go back after a year. And you might not feel the same. Like you might go back and you everything's new. There's new colleagues, there's new systems in place, there's, you know, the company's a bit different and, and that's normal. That can happen. Obviously you've you've been away for a whole year at the end of the day. But what's so good is that um there's so many like schemes some some places some workplaces have like nice schemes and nice ways of just welcoming women and mothers back into the workplace so you don't really have to feel like oh my gosh I've taken a year out how am I going to fit back into my company how am I going to go back into work or how am I going to even start on if you want to start a completely new career doesn't even have to be Mm. going back to uh, your old job if you're starting a new career you want to change your career path and apply for that that big massive role you can definitely do it it just means that you just gotta work hard you, you gotta work hard during yeah. the, the the maternity leave instead of like always spending time with baby you might have to like put some time in the evenings maybe when baby's asleep and study and if, if, you're, if you're studying some uh, a course to help you with a new role or um studying about the mm. company or whatever it is you need for that role to get that big role you're gonna have to just put in the work so that's what I would say I wouldn't discourage you not to go for your dreams but yeah it just requires work that's what I would say yeah many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I think the other the other point to make actually is that ambition doesn't always have to lie in career driven spaces, does it? And you know, actually, we're discussing careers now, but actually, my ambition might be to manage between my new family and my career in a better and healthier way with better boundaries than I was two years ago. When you know, I could no one would have known if I was in the office from eight till eight and going to the gym and meeting friends for drinks and staying out till midnight and then going in at eight o'clock again the next day because no one was relying on me for anything. So ambition in that sense doesn't always have to be career driven. Yeah, yeah, no, I 100% agree with that. Um, For me, yeah, for me personally, yeah, um, ambition and, and just having goals for me, a lot of my goals as well are in the home and let's be real being a mum is a full-time job as well so um that's yeah that's that's enough to just take your time and take your 
your mind, uh, you know, being a mum in itself. So, um, yeah, and like, you know, we matter as well. It's not just the kids, you know, we've got to take care of ourselves as well. So, yeah. Yeah, the ambition to be a happy mum might just be one of the biggest that we should all have because surely that then radiates to everything else. If you are happy and healthy and you're keeping yourself happy and healthy, then you'll be, you know, pretty odds on of doing a good job of keeping everyone else happy and healthy around you. So I suppose my third point is a bit of a contentious one, but we need to go there. Arguably, the world isn't tailored to helping ambitious women who have had children succeed in their career. If we are being very, very honest, the cost of childcare makes it impossible for some women to go back to work. There's, you know, returning to work isn't possible, especially if you have two kids, actually. You know, you guys are probably very good examples of this. Two kids, you know, who don't have a 10-year age gap, you're going to have to try and provide two sets of childcare, etc. So do you have views on this? Do you think the world is changing? And really how can we be that change yeah i i always said it's impossible for somebody on a particular salary who has twins or um two under twos like i had two under twos and so to take them both to to nursery was what three grand and and i just felt like what's the point of working just to take them to nursery you know so i do think that it's a lot to a lot that needs to be spoken of in terms of the support that we get as mums and i almost feel like that's why so many women who love kids think you know what motherhood isn't for me because they do think that they have to almost trade their career trade their money their finances in exchange for being a mother and to, to some extent i mean Yes, arguably a lot of the money will go, if not to childcare, then to nappies and to food and other, even though my kids now finally, thank goodness, are um, both in school and in preschool, so there's no no more nursery fees, fees thank, thank you, Jesus. Um, but we still pay for, you know, babysitting services and other, you know, other um, childcare support if we want to go out on the weekend. And so I do think the world has to change eventually or else people won't want to be mums anymore. And I think that it's really not fair that sometimes, you know, mothers do have to make that really, really hard decision. Do I choose my career or do I choose, um, you know, um, going back? my being being a mother and they can't almost sometimes can't go go hand in hand so but the plus side I think for that is mothers are almost forced to thinking of creative and new and innovative ways to balance motherhood to balance working for home so I found that almost all the mums that I know are super super creative super entrepreneurial have found new ways to kind of make an income whilst caring for their small child and even if you weren't that kind of person beforehand in motherhood or in your maternity care you definitely will start thinking that way absolutely interesting yeah I absolutely agree with you Sandra I'm it's ridiculous when you think about childcare for kids nowadays. It's just, you either have to, you know, what you said about looking at your salary sometimes and you have to weigh it up. Like, is there mm. any point of me going into work or should I just stay at home with the kids? Because childcare is basically most of my salary. And, you know, you just got to weigh mm. up the, 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 the cost sometimes. And I think that's why um, a lot of um, my friends are stay-at-home mums and like what you said Sandra a lot of them kind of become creative and they think of okay because I'm at home and looking after the kids let me um 
contribute to um financially in different ways so they might i don't know pick up a baking hob um baking hobby and and sell cakes or whatever it is and sew mm. clothes or whatever it may be um and it's just um it's amazing at the same time because you know some people really enjoy that journey and that kind of um that path and it takes off for them some some people it really takes off and you know it becomes amazing some people are just doing it because they have to um so yeah it is a shame it is a shame it, you, you know like what Sandra said you, it's a shame that some people might actually um forego being a mum simply because of yeah of this yeah reality absolutely I mean the thing is is that actually you already have to be in a very privileged position to have children in the UK anyway that is a fact you you know the struggle is real for millions of women out there who have kids and can't afford it all of the stuff that comes with those guys but I think you know this is not a rallying cry and I'm not really sure what we can do about it, but I do think we are going to have to step up and make that change and be the change. Um, Otherwise, you know, our kids' generation are going to be suffering with this as well. And, you know, we all have daughters and, um, and it can't carry on being that the next generation are affected by this too. And I know that men have shared paternity leave now. And, you know, a lot of men take on the burden of splitting the parental responsibilities. It's 2021. I'm well aware that there's a lot of men out there who are feminists um, and who do half the duties and half the work. I'm not discounting that. But arguably, it's the women who physically have to take that time out of work. And actually... There are hidden hidden pieces of this puzzle that you don't consider all the time. And actually, I think that's going to be in... So in next week's episode, um, I'm going to be talking to Jolie Brearley, who um, wrote the book Pregnant Then Screwed. And, you know, one of the things I really want, to, I'm really, really keen to talk to her about is pensions. So the women who are taking their time, this time out of their career, yeah, do you know, it's only a year, but how does that affect your pension? All of these things that we are taking on as a knock-on effect, it's difficult, it's really difficult to swallow as someone who's sat here at 34 weeks pregnant, looking ahead at a year of, (laughs) a year of being off work and thinking, right, okay, but in terms of my ambition and monetary factors now how would this have a knock-on effect for the next 10 years of my life um but you guys have both been there done that got the t-shirt and come out the other side absolutely thriving so it looks like you know if you put your mind to it it's fine right yeah do you know what fliss made a really important um point there but i i just think with motherhood you just have to close your eyes feel the fear and just do it anyway that's my motto because if you if you try to plan you will you will almost talk yourself out of it you'll get scared you'll get frightened you'll say do you know how many women that have come to me saying Sandra please tell me how has you know the journey been of you know of putting your kids in nursery how much does it cost my Mm. maternity leave and they're they're so scared they're trying their best to plan in advance how they're going to manage that and I'm just like just do it just do it it will somehow 
work itself out. And I think once you just embark on that journey, naturally things fall into place. And I say motherhood is one of the only journeys that there's no manual to. There's no there's no guidance. There's no there's no best practice to motherhood. You just have to literally walk your own journey, walk your own race, find what's best for you. For me going and finding another way of working while staying at home worked for me somebody else going back into work immediately and others they found actually their passion was staying at home and watching their kids so please try your best place to not overthink about it you'll be fine and I, <laughs> I think honestly I think you'll be fine honestly thank you I don't know if there are there are any other points about ambition that you guys want to talk about today no just that um it's not really about like having it all Mothers always want to have everything and more, but I think it's more about like finding ways to nurture all aspects of your life when you're able to. And everyone always says, you know, try to find balance, um, balance, balance. But I don't think balance is that easy when you're a mother. Some days you might pour more into your 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 kids and forget your work. Some days you might go pour more into your work, and sometimes your kids might be a little bit, you know, they might be crying in the corner, screaming, "Mom, mom, mom." But I think um, as long as you kind of like talk yourself talk to yourself every single day not be too hard on yourself not put that much pressure then it should be okay amazing thank you Janet I don't know if you had anything else you wanted to add to the debate I think going back to something that I said earlier about just sitting down with yourself being real maybe look at yourself in the mirror and just talk to yourself and be real know what you want out of life and know your priorities what can you do what can't you do with maybe a newborn you can probably do less and just knowing your stage and identifying what it is that you want out of life what it is that you want out of um, your situation right now what you can do is so important so that you're not making unrealistic um, goals unrealistic Mm. ambitions and and putting unrealistic pressures on yourself I think that's so important to just yeah have that moment of that that self-talk you know look yourself in the mirror in the eye and know what it is that you can do right now and yeah go for it and just don't look anywhere else don't compare yourself just focus on that and yeah you won't have anyone else to look to you just yeah interestingly actually I was having a conversation with someone from work the other day about who was a mum um and I was quizzing her just saying ah how does it all work when you go back like you have a two-year-old I don't really understand how you're managing all this and she said to me Fliss I think what you haven't realized is that mums are some of the most focused people at work because you don't have the time to fuck about (laughs) you have an allotted amount of time to do an allotted thing and it's the same at home you have an allotted amount of time I know I've only got half an hour to have a a break or to read a book because I know that they're going to wake up in half an hour and so if I know I've only got two hours to complete this presentation, I'll do it in two hours because I know I have to leave at five o'clock because the kids need dinner at half past five and I want to be home for that. And that's my priority. I don't know if that's your experience of this as well. Yeah, I love that. That is so true. So, so true. Um, we, um, mothers tend to be definitely more fo- more focused at work because, yeah, I, I, I used to think that I had time before I had kids. I, I thought I had time and I thought I used my time well, but... No, until I had um, my kids, I realised that I was 
just wasting time, wasting tons of time <laughs> that I'll never get back. And so even now, Fliss, you have time. I know you're 34 weeks and baby's coming soon, but you still have time. <laughs> you still have time to take on the world. But yeah, you know, um, yeah, it's just crazy. So it's just nice that now I look back and I just feel like, wow, okay, now I, I wasted time. Now I know the value of time and just I just use it more effectively now. So um, yeah, 100% agree with that. Just what you're saying is so true. Like moms aren't naturally better at multitasking. We just haven't got a choice, really. Um, we do a lot more. <laughs> and, and you take advantage of that little 20-minute break where they're sleeping to do cooking, cleaning, respond to emails, and to get all of your work done in that little snap, those little um, snaps of the day. And I'd also say that um, mothers, we really, really appreciate the little time that we have for rest as well so whenever I hear my friends who aren't mums say oh, I'm so tired I'm like don't you don't you say you're tired if you know if you want to know what tiredness is honestly mums are the ones that are the most tired um, out of everybody in the world but we know how to kind of soldier soldier on um, but yeah definitely multitasking is something that we have to kind of get used to well Janet, wasn't it just amazing to have Sandra with us today? She answered all of my questions and more. I'd, I feel like she might be superhuman. I'm not really sure what <laughs> she's got going on there. But um, I've got a couple of key takeaways from today. And actually, one of them is from you. And quite early on in the recording, you said to me, be real with yourself. There's a season for everything. And I think that's so important to remember the ambition that you I currently have in my career doesn't need to go anywhere. I'm just going to park it for a minute because the season I'm going into, I just, my ambition is just to be happy and be a happy mum and make sure that my daughter's happy and fed most of the time. And then from Sandra, I've, I've written down here a nine month, nine month break gives you clarity. And I wonder if that will be me. I wonder if in nine months time, I'll look back, um, when I'm going back to work and think, do you know what? I know exactly what I want now. And and if that does happen, then it'll be a very expensive way to not have therapy to work out what I really want from life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something that Sandra said really stuck out to me, which is close your eyes, feel the fear and do it anyway. And that's really into being a mum. I love that so much. And it's so true. Um, yeah. Don't overthink it, just jump in and everything will sort itself out along the way. Well, that's all for this episode of Baby on the Brain. A special thank you to my co-host Janet and our guest Sandra. I think I will be mulling over this episode's discussion points for quite some time. As ever, it would be great to hear from you if you had thoughts or observations about what we discussed. You can tweet us at Stylist Magazine, find us on Instagram and use the hashtag StylistBabyOnTheBrain. Next week, we're joined by freelance journalist and mum-to-be Grace Holiday and the brilliant Jolie Brearley of Pregnant Then Screwed to talk about money. Remember to subscribe, share and leave us a review on the App Store. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. Mm. 